But um, I think that game jams especially are a really positive way of bringing awareness to an issue because you're not sitting there saying, oh, this is wrong with the industry, this has to change, but I'm not going to do anything about it. It's in fact, you know, over 150 people are going to come together and do something about it. Part of what I think is really fascinating about the game jam phenomenon and how that has continued to proliferate in the last couple of years is how it can allow a group of people, whether they are local or around the world, to come together with a very specific purpose and essentially be experimental, make mistakes, be honest about the rough parts of game development, and, and do it under maybe a really wide umbrella, like the game jam that was all about sort of thinking about what the first-person shooter is, or something very specific, like the Asylum Jam, where Lucy Morris read a Kotaku article by an academic who pointed out that media in general does a pretty poor job at uh, being informative about mental illnesses and actually reinforces a lot of really painful stereotypes. Doesn't mean that games have to change, doesn't mean that any game that is used, mental illness or insane asylums, are bad games, but it's certainly worth thinking about. And so I had a chance to briefly talk with Lucy over Skype about the upcoming Asylum Jam, which, if you're listening to this when it is released, is happening this weekend. And if you actually want to get involved, just go to www.asylumjam.com and you can still participate. Otherwise, next week, all the games are going to be available. Well, I appreciate you taking a couple of minutes uh, to chat with me. I'm sure you are awfully busy as you uh, as you close in on the 11th. Uh, yeah, it's certainly picking up, um, especially because I'm the only organizer. It's, it's a lot of work on top of a uh, day job. But yeah, it's, it's getting busy now. So why don't we just start from the top and why don't you kind of give the, the elevator pitch on, on what uh, Asylum Jam is? Um, Asylum Jam is a 48-hour game jam that is uh, challenging game developers to create horror games without uh, stigmatizing mental illness and sort of thinking outside the box of the genre. So where where did that come from? Because obviously I think the idea of crazy people is something I think people have just kind of internalized as sort of a trope of not mm-hmm. only horror, but just sort of thrillers and in general. Um, so where did this come from where you wanted to try and force people to think a little outside of that? Um, originally the, the idea for the game jam spurred from uh, an article by Ian Maha on Kotaku called uh, Nobody Wins When Horror Games Stigmatize Mental Illness. And um He's uh, actually an academic um, in the field of mental illness, and it's really yeah, it's a really good article. And um, I organize a lot of game jams in this area, and uh, I was like, oh, well, I really love game jams, and they're sort of a, a positive way to, um, you know, both uh, hone developers' skills and to sometimes get a, a message across or create awareness. So I was, yeah, I was just like, okay, let's try and organize an international jam and see how it goes. But was there something specific about this? Like, is there anything in your personal life that sort of drove you to want to bring awareness to this? Or was it the article just sort of sprung together, you know, something that was unique uh, for for a game jam? 
Uh, well, it was a combination. I mean, obviously the article is very good, but um, as, as the facts state, I mean, uh, everyone will either have suffered from a mental illness during their lifetime or know someone that has, whether they're a friend or a, a family member. And uh, my brother works in uh, mental health care. Um, he's trained to be a nurse. And also uh, my stepfather has been in uh, the disabilities, um, disability care area for quite a while. And I, I mean... Uh, from from these family members, I do know the realities, and obviously, you know, I've had personal contact with um, friends and family members who have suffered from mental illness. So, I mean, it is it's a, a more common topic than lots of us realize. So, why do you why do you think that it's become a trope? Like, I imagine you've done some research as you've put this together and gotten a sense of you know sort of where the genre is at. Um, why, why do you think this has become something that uh, has kind of become sort of a, a lazy crutch for, for people to, to create scares uh, in, in their games? Um, I, I think it's a combination of issues. Not that I think that any developers that have used this trope are necessarily bad or the game suck. That's totally not what I'm going for with the jam. But, um, I mean, when you come to AAA games, then they I guess they find it very hard to think outside the box in case it doesn't work. So, I mean, the staples that have sold well, you know, stuff like uh, Outlast sort of follows the asylum thing. I mean, Amnesia sort of touches on it with an insanity bar and stuff like that. And I guess sometimes it can be risky to, to try a horror game that's um, so far out of, you know, the norm, which are these tropes. But also um, horror is usually derived from what we don't understand and, there, there isn't a lot of mental illness health awareness out there. And I think partly that's what has driven it to become a trope. The fact that it's glorified in horror movies and uh, video games and, you know, comics, all media for so long that um, it's just eventually come to this point where we sort of expect to see these things in horror games. I mean, it also seems like, you know, if you are, you know, obviously a mental illness can uh, run a whole different range, but, you know, the kinds of people that are being stereotyped are exactly the kinds of people who are not in a position to then speak up for themselves and say, you know, please, <laughs> please stop doing this. And so the people that create it, you know, sort of not by necessity are able to marginalize them in a way that allows them to kind of continue to be ignorant because the, the exact people that they're marginalizing aren't able to explain, you know, sort of the problem with it. Yeah, exactly. Um, the reason why I want to do the game jam is, is partly because of that. And also it gives, uh, some developers, maybe if they have a, a personal uh, connection with the issue, to sort of participate in a way that wouldn't put a spotlight on themselves. Um, I have had quite a few um, emails from people who have said that, yeah, I've suffered from mental illness and I'd really actually like to create a horror game or um, create a game that would show awareness on my illness in particular and portray it accurately like so people can really understand what we go through. And I think that's a really important step forward. So, yeah. Yeah, I think we've seen some interesting examples of that lately. There's, you know, I'm not sure if you've heard of the game Depression Quest. Um, yes, yes, that, it's really good. Yeah, yeah. that, you know, is, is certainly written from the perspective of, of someone that has, has suffered through that and continues mm -hmm. to to suffer through that. And then there's uh, Matt Gilgenbach, who has the game NeverEnding Nightmares. He just finished his Kickstarter, um, where uh, he is actually specifically trying to do something that you're talking about, of making a sort of not big budget, but certainly a larger scale game that specifically deals with his mental illness and trying to, uh, I don't know if his game is necessarily the aim is to articulate his mental illness as much as it is to channel it for for horror purposes. But I, th I think it's interesting the different ways that people that 
are uh, you know afflicted with this, try and, and channel that creatively uh, and, and the different ways that that comes out. Yeah, definitely. I haven't actually heard of um, the Nightmares one. I'll have to check it out because it sounds really interesting. Yeah, yeah. Especially given this, uh, you you should you should check it out. There's a playable demo. I think that you can still download from his Kickstarter, even though that uh, is finished and got funded. But um, you know, he oh, he's, cool. he's he, he's someone that you know his his last game uh, did very poorly. He was kind of backed into a corner in terms of continuing to be a game developer. Mm-hmm. And hadn't really talked about his uh, his troubles with mental illness and decided, you know what? Why don't I use what is kind of my biggest weakness and turn it into a strength and and start taking these sort of horrifying images that he finds himself dealing with on a daily basis? And he's like, this scares me. I bet it would scare other people. Uh, yeah. And, and, you know, decided to put that into his game. And I, I'm, I'm it sounds like you're you're getting some people that are interested in maybe participating, maybe thinking, you know, at least along those lines of, you know, how can I take something that I deal with on a daily basis and sort of channel that creatively. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Um, we've had, for example, uh, someone with schizophrenia that wanted to create a game that uh, sort of reflected um, the hallucinations that he experiences to, you know, make people understand more what people with his illness go through. Um, we've also had someone that wants to dedicate the game they're making, or I'm not sure if they're using it for inspiration or dedicating it two but um one of their co-workers uh, committed suicide last year and he wants to make a game in his memory which is yeah i mean it's it's, it's tough topics but i, I think it's, it's a good mode of expression because you know gaming is an art form and i think it's another good facet for people to sort of i don't know create more awareness about these issues that they face that you know most people don't really know about well in horror specifically i mean the whole genre you know you know can be used for all sorts of different reasons, but you know, at least on, at its core, what I find so interesting about horror is that it sort of is a safe place to explore some really uncomfortable ideas. You know, mm-hmm. of, often it's death, um, but there are certainly other examples of horror being used as a way to explore topics that otherwise, you, you know, you wouldn't really feel comfortable, I guess, uh, uh, sort of playing around with and trying to see how you feel about. It. And it seems like this is, you know, the Asylum Jam is is potentially a way for people to to play with that in a 48 hour period and try and do something really crazy that maybe doesn't work, but also is the kind of the only way uh, that you might get an idea like that out, which is sort of the advantage of, of game jams. Yeah, totally. I mean, the horror, the horror genre can be so flexible. I mean, uh, with a lot of the indie games that have been coming out recently, I mean, horror, it can't just be, you know, jump scares. It can't just be insane people. And, you know, the things that we expect from the mainstream horror genre these days, I mean, horror is relative to each person. For example, myself, I'm terrified of heights. If I played Mirror's Edge on an Oculus Rift, I would, I would just like flip out. Like <laughs> it's, it's different to each person, uh, what you find scary or uncomfortable. And, you know, to limit ourselves in this genre to just these few tropes just seems like we're missing out on what could potentially be you know way more creative how, how did you end up on the name asylum jam okay it's named ironically i <laughs> i actually took a while to try and figure out a name for it but um yeah I, I it was just an ironic name really it wasn't the fact that we're focusing on asylums but it wasn't really directed at any specific game or yeah just the main theme that we were going for Cool. Well, Lucy, I appreciate you taking a, a couple minutes to chat with me. What are what are your sort of your expectations? Forty eight hours out from from it getting started, like. Oh man, it's that close. <laughs> um, actually, it's it's been really great. We've got almost one hundred and fifty developers registered, which is amazing. Um, 
And I imagine that number will only continue to grow because our, our physical locations will be checking in and that's at least another 40 people. So, yeah, there's going to be a load of horror games coming out of it. And, yeah, I think it's going to be a great event. So are you, are you going to be curating the, the submissions on, on the site as well? Like how, how are people going to be able to, to actually check out what, what comes from the jam? Um, okay, so the, our engine, who's, uh, which is programmed by Ber- Chalupa, who is awesome, he's made this uh, engine that you can ha- ha- blah, host game jams on. Sorry, it's been a long day at work. And, uh, <laughs> no problem. <laughs> and um, there everyone can submit their games, and you don't have to log in. Anyone can just go and download the submissions straight from the website. So um, people, after Sunday, anyone will, from the public will be able to go and uh, submit their games. And uh, also, I don't want my sort of work with the jam to just stop on Sunday when the jam is over. I also want to go through and try and uh, give, you know, a blurb or a review about each game to try and put everyone's effort out there. So it's not just like a one and done sort of thing. Like, you know, we can actually appreciate what people have made during the jam. And yeah. Cool. Well, I am definitely looking forward to seeing what comes out of it. I think it's uh, definitely a super unique idea for uh, a game jam, and you certainly picked the right uh, month for it. And uh, yeah, I, I, you know, as someone that is is deeply invested and enjoys uh, the horror genre, uh, it's it's tropes, you know, whether it's it's portrayal of of women and exploiting um, things of that nature, or the the sort of the term insanity and crazy people just used mm-hmm. as sort of a uh, a generic catch-all for for someone uh, to be scared of. Uh, it's it's cool to see uh, some people pushing back against that. If only just to give you know maybe it won't change every it won't won't change everything, but at least gives people some perspective when they when they enjoy these things. You know, kind of you know what what they are enjoying and why they're enjoying it. And maybe having a little perspective. Yeah, totally. I mean, obviously not everyone's going to agree with you, but um, I think that game jams especially are a really positive way of bringing awareness to an issue because you're not sitting there saying, oh, this is wrong with the industry. This has to change, but I'm not going to do anything about it. It's in fact, you know, over 150 people are going to come together and do something about it. And it's it's a positive response being creative to sort of, uh, I don't know, move away from these tropes and explore. So, yeah. Awesome. Lucy, well, uh, I thank you uh, for your time, and uh, I look forward to seeing what happens, and uh, hopefully you're able to get everything uh, together. I mean, it's going to happen one way or the other, but <laughs> yeah, I, I, no, hope, definitely I hope you happen. feel good about it by the time it starts. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I feel good about it already, so it's a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, good luck with everything, and uh, I'm looking forward to checking out the games. Cool. Thank you so much for your time. Sure, of course. Take care. <laughs> Bye.